we're joined by Andrew Benny, who is from COPAC. Andrew, thanks so much for speaking to us. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Andrew, you say that one in four South Africans actually uh, suffer from hunger. And why do we have this situation currently? I think, so yeah, I mean, that's the, the kind of key statistic we're hoping to highlight today uh, on World Food Day and, and after is this uh, scandal, uh, is what we should call it, that after 20 years of democracy, one in four South Africans still suffer from hunger, or in numbers, it's about 14 million uh, South Africans. I think essentially to understand why we have hunger, to look at unemployment and, and poverty is one important factor. But to understand it more deeply, we also need to actually look at the nature of our food system itself. Uh, and ask the question, is our food system fair, is it just, uh, is it democratic, and who is it controlled by, uh, and who do its operations benefit? So at the moment we see, specifically in South Africa, but it's also a trend that we're seeing more and more all over the world, is that the food system is becoming more and more tightly controlled by a small number of actors. And we see this small number of actors at each point in the value chain, right from uh, inputs like seeds to 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 the actual farming, where we have a very few number of commercial farmers actually producing our food in South Africa, all the way to storage and milling, processing, uh, and retail. And we're seeing pretty massive profits being made at each level, uh, at each stage in the food chain. So we really need to be asking: is who is our food system benefiting, and and how uh, who the food system is benefiting? How is it impacting on levels of hunger? And uh, it obviously also raises the question of understanding. Do people understand uh, their rights uh, to food 20 years into this democracy, as you pointed out? Because Section 27 of the South African Constitution actually guarantees the right to have access to sufficient food to all people in South Africa. But how do we go about now to solve this hunger crisis in South Africa? I think yeah, the, the, the right to, it's crucial that, that all South Africans recognize that the right to food is embedded in Section 27 of the Constitution. Um, so I think one, one step we also have to realize is that uh, given this right in the Constitution, there isn't really clear and effective policy at the level of the state flowing from this right in the Constitution. So that's one aspect that, that really is needed is for the state to take better action around having a holistic policy around the right to food. But in terms of then solving the, the, the hunger crisis in the longer term, we really need to think about how we can transform our food system. And the movement worldwide around uh, uh, the food system and, and building a more humane and fair food system really is growing uh, worldwide uh, and becoming a worldwide trend. So, for example, um, there's a movement called Via Campesina, meaning the movement of the peasants, which is a global movement of over 200 million uh, small-scale farmers and peasants. And really the solution that they're putting forward is what we call food sovereignty as opposed to just food security, where food sovereignty is really about building, rebuilding social control and power and democracy in the food system. And in practice, that essentially means uh, uh, struggling for land and agrarian reform so that uh, the agrarian landscape is, is transformed and small-scale farmers have greater rights to land and water in order to produce uh, for local, more localized markets um, and for national circulation of food and so on.